everybody. How you doing? Welcome to the New Rich Podcast. Today, I have a great friend of mine, Jay Shaw. Jay Shaw, how are you doing, man? I'm good, good. Ryan, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing well, man. I can't complain. It's an honor. I know we've been trying to track each other down here recently, so it's finally great to be able to sit down with you, um, talk a little bit, and enlighten some people, man. So how you feel? I feel great. Let's get this going. All right, all right. So tell me a little bit about you, Jay. Um, so so the people know you're currently with New York Life, right? What is your official role of what you do? So the people out there know. Yeah, so official role is based to help businesses and families help them with wealth management. So I'm a financial advisor. Nice. Mm -hmm. So financial advisor. And um, how did you get there, man? Like, how did you say, okay, I'm going to be a financial advisor? Why was it? And how did you get there? Well, it was a journey. I mean, went to college for engineering. Obviously, I didn't. Uh, I finished off college in uh, computer engineering, and then I went and got my MBA. And while I was getting my MBA, I actually had an internship with New York Life, uh, um, learning about the investment world, the insurance world, and the planning world. And I've always had an interest in that. And then after working a couple years in engineering, I uh, really didn't enjoy it. So I decided one day, I said, you know what? I want to start my own business. And 11 years later, I'm doing financial planning still. Wow, wow. So engineering. So you actually did start doing engineering a little bit. I didn't know that about you. Absolutely. I did it for almost two years. Nice. So did you work for a company? Or? Yeah. I work for a company here locally in Orlando. Wow. Yeah, that's, mm -hmm. that's great. Man. I've known you for some years now. I never knew that you, know, you dabbled into engineering. So, so was it hard to say, all right, you know, I'm going to leave this behind and, and you know, start on a whole other plan when, when your education and so much has been invested? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you go from having a, you know, a good starting career, making good money, and then when you decide to go on your own, you know, your income goes from good to like zero. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, but the thing was at the time I was, you know, 27 years old and I was like, this is the time to start a business if I'm going to do it. You know, I'm single, you know. Nothing over my shoulders to worry about. I moved back in with my parents and uh, said, let's do this. Nice, nice. So I want to touch on a few things there. Um, but, you know, in, in with New Rich, and I, and I talk about this mm -hmm. in every podcast, with New Rich, a lot of it is based on mindset, mm -hmm. right? Correct. So what mindset did you, at that point, did you have to establish or what mindset were you in to say, all right, you know, you know, because even like you said, I was had a good paying job. And then to go back down to zero to start a business, so like what mindset do you think you were using in that time period to elevate you? Yeah, so the mindset I had back then was, you know, um, I'm not happy with uh, the career path I'm going in currently. And I've always wanted to, you know, have my own business. And my ultimate goal is to help people for a living. You know, I wanted to always do that. So I thought back, set back. I mean, I talked to my family and I said, okay, what can I do to, you know, take my career to the next level or my life to the next level. And I said, you know what, if I fail as being an entrepreneur, I'm young, so that's okay. But if I'm successful, you know, I'd be like, why didn't I start it earlier? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, man. So that's, that's, that's great to hear. I love that. I got that out of you, you know, the whole engineering thing. I didn't know that. So that's, yeah. that's really awesome. But let's jump into the money talk. So we sure. know a little bit about Jay Shaw. Um, you know, we what you do, how you kind of got there, but let's jump into the money. Um, I was excited for this one because, you know, everybody loves, I think the idea of money, uh, but they don't love the way to obtain it. Right. True, you true. know, it, it, it's a facade, if you will. People yeah. think, oh, People think they need to have money to make money. Well, realistically, you know, yeah, it makes sense to have money to make money, but it doesn't really take a lot of money to get somewhere. 
Amen. So let's elaborate on that. So sure. you can, you, you know, that sounds easy, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't take a lot of money to get somewhere. Right. But, you know, I would be like, hey, I just booked a ticket to Japan today. It takes a lot of damn money to, to get somewhere. <laughs> so so <laughs> elaborate on that, man. Yeah. So like if you were going on vacation, like especially like, say, for example, Japan, you know, you're going to save up, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to save up for a year and say, hey, I'm going to go to Japan for a week, probably two weeks. And you got to pay for the airline ticket. You got to pay for that hotel, the food etc. So financially it works the same exact way. If you want to reach a goal, you got to put money aside. So if you're putting, let's say, a couple hundred aside to go on that vacation, why not put a couple hundred also away to save for your future? You know, in my mindset is like, you always pay yourself first. Then everything else around you make, gets much easier. So elaborate on that. Pay yourself first. So walk me through that process of paying myself first. So I just got my paycheck. Yep. You know, I just got my paycheck for the month. And, you know, with a lot of people, that, that paycheck, it comes. Mm-hmm. And as fast as it came, it's, it's gone. gone. So, all right, I get my paycheck. What would you advise me to do once I have my pay, paycheck? Yeah, if you're uh, a, a new, uh, right out of college, my, I mean, or even if you're not, even if you're 10 or 20 years into working your career, you know, your goal should be to save 10% of your money, minimum. So what that means is, okay, whatever paycheck I'm getting, 10% of that money automatically is going to go to my savings or my investments. You know, and if you just have that mindset, you're not going to miss it. So you're eventually going to, you know, go down the road. If you're already saving that 10%, you're already going to go down the road and say, hey, you know, I'm not missing this. I'm, I'm Instead of going out and having a $100 bar tab for that month, $100 will go towards your, uh, you know, your investments for your future. Awesome. So I, I just got my paycheck. I got a thousand dollar paycheck. Yep. Uh, I'm not great with math, but I believe that's ten percent a hundred bucks. Absolutely. Um, so I, you know, I take that hundred bucks. I put it into where? Where would I put that hundred bucks? Um, it really okay. So when it really comes out, where to put your money? It really comes down to what your goals are. You know, your short term, long term. So when we do planning, it's not really about product selling. It's really about finding, achieving your personal goals. You know, for in the financial. So if you're saying, hey Jay, um, let's say I'm making. 100000 or less for a year, um, I want to put away 10% of my money somewhere. I would say one of the best things out there is start with a Roth IRA. Okay. You know, it's one of the best products out there because it's after-tax money. You know, you're paying the taxes on it right now, but all that money that grows and when you take it out, it's all 100% tax-free. So that's a Roth IRA. Roth IRA. So in in a couple of seconds, you know, you can't get too technical on us. um, But in a couple of seconds, explain that. What is, you know, for somebody new listening, what is that? So easiest way to understand what a Roth IRA is, is, you know, if you put $1,000 in today, okay, and that money grows to $5,000 at retirement, all that growth of $4,000 will be 100% tax-free. Once when? Once you reach uh, 59 and a half. Okay, so once I'm 59 and a half, I pull that money and that's tax-free. 100% of it. So that's a Roth. Correct. So what does that compare to? It doesn't compare to really anything, but it, the one that everyone always knows about and talks about is your 401ks and IRAs. Okay. Right? So when you talk about your 401ks and IRAs, that's through your work. You know, People are like, oh, I'm putting 3%, 5% away into this. Well, you're getting deductions and taxes today. That means you're paying no taxes on that money today. But when you take it all out at 59 and a half, all that growth is taxable. So, for example, that same example I gave earlier, if $1,000 grows to $5,000, all 
all that $5,000 will be taxed at that time at age 59 and a half when you take it out. Now, but on my Roth, I'm getting taxed on, on my ride. I'm getting taxed along the way. You know, you're getting taxed when you put in it. Like that 1000 you put in there, Tax. that's the only thing that's taxed. There's no other taxes after that. So let me get this right. So my gains, I'm not paying taxes on the gain. I'm just paying taxes on my investment. Correct. correct? Your initial investment. Awesome. Awesome. So Roth... A Roth IRA. So mm -hmm. I'm just starting out. I'm, I get a $1,000 paycheck. Mm -hmm. I'm saving my 10%. I'm putting it into a, a Roth. Now, I think that you hit a good point there. You know, a lot of people would say, well, uh, you know, my company has a 401k and I'm mm -hmm. doing a 401k with my company. Or let's say my company doesn't even offer mm -hmm. a 401k. Do you not need to have your employer be a part of it for you to have a Roth IRA? No, they don't have anything to do with the Roth IRA. It's uh, someone like myself or an advisor out there can help you with that to set that up for you. So, for example, I, for me personally, my company right now, um, you know, I'm a hybrid. So I mm -hmm. own my own companies and I work for a company. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, my own company is not giving me a 401k. And obviously, at, and actually at the time right now, my corporate job isn't giving me a 401k. But I can still come to you set up an IRA, Roth IRA, and start to invest it and take it out of my paycheck. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. So that's great, man. And I think that's great for the listeners mm -hmm. listening and trying to figure out just certain aspects of money. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, we'll, we'll, we'll give some links on how to reach you later on because I definitely think that, you know, there's, there's juice and, and knowledge um, in here and in, in, in what you have to offer. So that's, you know, super important. My next thing is, all right, I want to be a millionaire, mm -hmm. right? Everybody wants to be a millionaire. Absolutely. Everyone wants to be a millionaire. Everybody wants to be a millionaire. Everybody's, you know, going out for the big bucks. Um, you know, and, and, and generally the idea is I have to own my own company. I have to go out there and, you know, make a certain investment or whatever it may be, you know, to make a million dollars. You know, I have to go sell a hundred products, a hundred thousands of products to make a million dollars. How would you recommend somebody trying to make money through investments? And how can I sure. make a million dollars through investments? So giving a good example, okay? So let's say you are a 25-year-old coming out of college and, you know, your ultimate goal is to be make a million, have a million dollars in an investment, um, in a portfolio, right? So, you know... The easiest way to start is if you think about this, if you, if you dumped $100 a month, okay, for the next 30 years, you know, you'll be at 55 years old. If you just did $100 a month for 25 years, or for 30 years, and let's say you get an average return of 8%, you would have $150,000 roughly in your uh, bank account. So think about it. If you just take $100 and times it by whatever number a month, you can reach that million dollar mark. Wow. Wow. So, you know, I love that you, you touched on that because like I said, you know, so much people just like, mm -hmm. you know, I need to go do this thing big. Mm -hmm. So what is, what is your advice on patience? All right. Patience is the key. I mean, the investment world or the financial world, you're not going to be a millionaire overnight. There's no business owner out there that can tell you there were millionaires overnight. You know, you may get lucky in the investment world, like a portfolio will take off and you put dumped in X amount of dollars, but it returned you 100% of money, but it doesn't happen overnight. Every single business out there or in the investment world, everything takes time. Awesome. Let's talk about stocks, okay. right? So a lot of people, you know, I feel like there's, there's certain just commonalities, right? Mm -hmm. Or just certain common things that people resort to mm -hmm. when they think of money, right? Mm -hmm. 
And I think one of them is stocks. Okay. So people would be like, you know, oh, I need to get some stocks or they don't understand it. Mm -hmm. When would you, my question to you is when would you advise getting into stocks? Is it worth it? You know, where do you put stocks in your financial plan? It really depends on the person. Okay. So um, if a person is willing to take risk, okay, is risk adverse, meaning that they are they are capable of seeing the market go up and down every day or every year uh, in a long period of time, but in a long period of time, they will make money. Um, so stocks and mutual funds both, you know, they work hand in hand. So when you want to put money into there, you may want to put money right out of college when you start putting making money, like that 10% we're talking about. Take a percentage of that and start buying stocks. But just remember, every share costs money to buy when you go buy a, a stock, right? So, you know, it's a good time. If you don't have a lot of money, I usually recommend mutual funds. Okay. That way you can be more diversified. And as you grow that portfolio and have more money, investable assets, then I said get more into stocks. Nice. Um, and just on a side note, is there any stocks that you're currently looking at? Uh, you know, any any good picks or anything like that? You know, uh, the market is wary up and down right now. I, mean, I wouldn't say there's one particular stock that I could recommend. There's a few out there, but uh, we don't know what's going to happen. So I can't give those. Yeah, no, right definitely. Now. So if you don't mind, you know, with the, with the presidency yeah. and what we have going on, how is that, you know, with, with Trump in office, right. how has that affected the market? So if any. So, you know, there's some of the stuff we've read, you know, they said that, you know, if when Trump came into presidency, the market took off. Um, I don't know if it has anything to do with Trump being in office to the market taking off. I think it may have a little bit to it because he is business prone. Like he really wants business to be successful. That's he's got a business of his own. So I think it's the mindset of people, how they invest. So I think they, people in general think that since Trump has a business, maybe he'll do things for businesses to be more successful, like the current tax cuts that he's done. Right. So it's helped, you know, business owners be able to make more investments, more returns for themselves. So that's what we're seeing the stock market take off. And in those areas, that's in one point. But there's um, I'll say there's probably a thousand different things you can say on why, you know, the market's done well in the last three or four years. You know, it's, except for the beginning of this year. Obviously, this year has been up and down year. But um, I think that may have boosted a little bit because Trump came in the office. Nice, nice. So how much do you... Um, and I and, and you could really you could kind of clear it up, but I seen this post that you posted one time on yep. your your impact into mm -hmm. the global economy, into you know what's going on right now, in, in the amount of money that you're managing. Mm -hmm. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah. So part of New York Life, um, they for some reason this end of uh, 2017 they announced numbers of you know uh, how people are doing, or the, it's called the economic impact of my book of business to the Central Florida community. So the right at end of uh, 2017, I had a $397 million impact in the Central Florida. So if something would, let's say, that money got dispersed out to Central Florida, that's how much money would go into Central Florida. Wow. So that's the second big, largest book of business in Central Florida for New York life. And how did you get there, man? Like how, you know, you're at one of the top over there. How did you, how did you manage that? How did you do that? Work 24 seven, <laughs> hard work. Um, you know, obviously the one of the biggest key is uh, putting a business plan together that any business that you're in or anything you do in life, you know, you got to have a good business plan. Second, you got to have a good um, support system. Uh, so your family, uh, your friends, and then 
Third is you got to have really good um, business contacts. Yeah. You know, you got to build relationships, you know. So how did you build those relationships, though? Like, what, where were you going? Who were you talking to? What were you asking? Everyone and everywhere. Like, <laughs> I would go to, when I started, I would go to every single networking event that was, you can imagine that I found, I went to it. You know, I collected so many business cards. Um, I just, and after I got those business cards, I would just have a one-on-one -on -one meeting with them over coffee, lunch. Whatever. So it costs money to do it. I was making no money, yeah. but I was spending money on buying coffee or buying lunch, um, buying a drink or whatever it was, building those relationships. And that's over time, you know, it's turned into getting referrals from them or, or some of them actually became clients of mine. Nice. Um, how did you land your biggest client? Oh, that was like a three year ordeal. It took me three years of just running to him at different social events, uh, getting to know him. Um, talking to him, um, and just eventually I got to know his wife a little bit when I saw her at events, and then w one day he said, you know, I need to get do some planning. I've heard some things about you. I've heard you've done some good things for other clients out there. Let me, uh, let, let me see what you got for me. Well, so after three years, what made you not say, you know, excuse my language, but shit, you know, it's been three <laughs> years uh -huh. You know, why now? Why, why now? Or, or right. you know, why not quit after year one, year two? What made you say, I'm going to stick this through? I'm well, you know, nothing in life comes easy. So you got to keep working at it. Some clients will come right away. Some will take a year. Some will take months. Some will take years to get. The, the bigger the client, the meaning how much money they have, the harder it is to get them. Okay. I'm not a type of guy that wines and dines like some people do. I build relationships. I talk to them. I get to know them. I get to know their family. That's very important. So over time, why did I want to keep working with them or want to work with them is because I want to help them. I don't, it doesn't matter to me if the client makes $100. I don't care if the client makes a million dollars. They all need help. Wait a minute. And, and, you know, I, honestly, that's what I like about you. You know, I've, I've, I've known you, man, now for... Since I, I want to say it's been since 2013, 2014 yeah, somewhere ish, we had a little golfing yeah. event and, and we were both there when we met. And I remember when I was starting to try to help you, I'm like, hey, look, like, I know what you do. Like my my book of business right. or my my people that I'm associating with myself right now, like they don't have those books. Right. You know, and one thing you told me was like, you know, Ryan, it, it was something like you kind of said now. It's like, Ryan, I don't care if they make 100 bucks because my goal is to make them money. Exactly. So, you know, I think that you always held that, you know, in his... Mm -hmm. in his it's honorable because, you know, I do see a lot of financial guys and, and I have a big network and there's a lot of you there. And, you know, I actually have other good friends, too. But right. it's for some reason, I'll call you first and well, be like, hey, you know, you know, like, hey, Jay, you know, I have this person right. and I don't feel ashamed about it because mm -hmm. even if they're not making the tons of book and I know your book of business in your it's huge. Um, you know, you never like said, oh, I'm too busy for that or, hey, that's too small for me. So what, what was that mindset for you? Well, I guess you kind of elaborated, but that, that's a great mindset. It's just the mindset that I, I have. Let's put it this way. I have three really good mentors in this business and all of them are successful financial advisors around the country. So we got one locally and two in other states. So, you know, the reason I have people in other states is to kind of learn what's going on in different regions, right? Um, and then I have a group, group of, uh, it's called a study group that I have. That's a group of uh, six advisors around the country that we all talk about how to make ourselves better. Awesome. You know, um, how to learn new things from different people. But I'll tell you, the three mentors that I have have always said, you know what? You never know where that one person is going to be one day. Mm -hmm, you yeah. don't know 
if they're one day going to have a business that's worth a lot of money, you don't know who they know. So it doesn't matter how small or large that client is, you, everyone needs help. That's awesome, man. And I love, like, again, I love that mindset about you. My next question would be, um, how do I, how do I want to preface this? What would you say? All right, let's take it a step back. I know your dad is in the business, right? right? What, what has he have, what influence has he has on you in your business, if any? Um, Obviously, my dad's my dad's been a, he's a successful agent as well with New York Life. I mean, he's got the third largest book now in Central Florida. So hold um, on, you you have second, he has a third, second, he has a third. So, so you're you're beating him I'm, a little bit. I'm beating huh? him now. <laughs> it took me years, but uh, that's why I say he's one of my mentors in the business. Um, he actually wanted me to join the business when I graduated from college. Oh wow! And I told him no. I said I don't want to do what you do, you know. Um, and he gave he just said fine, that's okay. That's awesome. Eventually, when I went back and said, you know what, I want to try what you do. You know, it's, you know, it's great what you have done and what you do and help you for a living. He told me, okay, if you want to do it, you got to learn on your own. Oh, wow. Let's so, dive into that. Yeah. So basically, he uh, told me to go out there and network and build your business. And if you need help, I'll gladly help you to plan and make sure we're doing the right thing for the clients. But you now have to go find your own clients. Wow. Um, so... That was tough. So basically, I learned from the bottom up of how to build a business. And it's helped me. I, I struggled the first few years. I mean, I made a bunch of mistakes, uh, not planning wise, but I made a bunch of mistakes on how to get clients and how to do this, how to do that, just as obstacles, right? Of course. Um, and then um, over time, my dad's always been there to help me to make sure we do the right thing for the client. Now we actually team up together and we can work clients together because knowledge wise, him and I are both really good at what we do. Nice. So I've learned, I have got other certifications in my field. I've always, my thing is always be educated, you know, like I'm going through another training course or certification course right now, which this one will take about a year and a half to do. And after I'm done, I will have another tool on my belt that I can use to help my clients. I said, and actually, when I stumbled a couple of seconds ago, that was a question I meant to ask you. There was something that you told me one time about a certification or something that it is that you have that I think you're one of the few people in Florida that have it. What is yeah, that? It's called, the, it's called the MAP certification. It's offered by New York Life. Um, there's only a few people. I think there was only last I heard was eight or nine people in Florida that have it with the company when we have about over a thousand people in Florida. Wow. Um, it really talks about or diversify a portfolio. So it talks about income tax planning and distribution of planning at retirement. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. So I have a few more questions, but I know Tracy's here and, and she set it up and I'm kind of calling an audible here. But let's see, does Tracy have any questions that she wants to ask? No questions? You sure? Any questions to finish it out? All right. So Tracy doesn't want to ask any questions. She actually set it up. Shout out to oh, appreciate uh, that, Tracy. Yeah, Tracy um, set this whole thing up for you. She, you know, she she uses you, and she's always ecstatic and talking great things about you. So I just want to close out on the, you know, just three three tips of advice. You know, mm -hmm. I, I'm I, like you said, I've been working for five, ten years. Yeah. I never really took any time to invest. What would you tell that person? Just some quick nuggets. Um, if I had to think of three things that. What every person I think should do is one is, you know, pay yourself. Whatever that percentage it is, pay yourself first. So my recommendation is 10%. Uh, second thing is uh, 
if you're looking for a financial advisor out there, you know, find one that works for you, you know, interview them and figure out, you know, if you guys are capable to work with each other. And third is, you know, you know, start early. Don't wait. Awesome. Awesome. So don't wait. Pay yourself. What was the second? What was the third one? And the third one is find a good advisor that works. You know, you guys work well together. Awesome. So if, if the people didn't want to contact Jay, how would they get in touch with him? What's the best way to pick your brain and ask you questions? Call Ryan and Tracy. No. <laughs> but, uh, if you want to talk to me, you're more than welcome to uh, my phone number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, 407-999-0366. Again, that's 407-999-0366. And that's my direct line to my office. Awesome. So you can reach out to Jay. Tell him Ryan, Mr. New Rich sent you. I'm sure he'll take extra good care of you. But Jay, man, I really appreciate it. I just want to open the mindset and hopefully you'll get more people that reach out to you and ask you questions or reach out to me and want to connect with you. But I just really, you know, especially with New Rich, it's not all about money, Mm -hmm. but you need money as a vehicle to do things. Absolutely. And, And my thing is a lot of people don't understand it. Right. And I've been there, right? Mm-hmm. I've been, you know, financially illiterate, if you will, right. and, and just not knowing what's out there or not being exposed right. to Roth IRAs, stocks, right. you know, how to set certain things up. Right. So I wanted my listeners to just have a hear a candid conversation and kind of get them sparked on. Right. It is possible, right? Everything is possible. So, you know, if you have any questions, just la- give me a call and I'll gladly answer them. Uh, if I can help you, I'll gladly help you as well. Um, but Ryan and Trace, I do appreciate you doing this. Um, very nice of you to invite me to come and talk. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, no, I think that, um, you know, you're adding immense value to the platform. So thank you to you for taking out your time and being here with us, man. Couldn't ask for anything. I think appreciate it went it. super well. So yes, guys, listen, money is important. Money is important. It shouldn't be the master of you or control you, but money is important to move around and prepare for the future. So let's start to take this serious. Let's start to have the conversations, spark the conversations, and don't be afraid to have the conversations. Because I know a lot of people that I have talked to, they're like, well, this guy's going to sit here and ask me all these questions and, and about my money, and I don't even have no money. Like, what do I do? But that's when, if you're having these conversations with yourself, that's when you need it the most. And when you sit down with him, have candid conversations, or with any financial planner, have candid conversations, ask the right questions, and don't be afraid to admit and talk about where you are in life. Because where you are, there's always an end destination, but the person has to know where you want to go. So thanks to all the listeners. Welcome to the New Rich Podcast, Jay Shaw. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you, Ryan. New Rich! <laughs>